Blog Talk Radio. It's Saturday, November 22nd, 2014, and you're tuned in to another episode of The Misty Show, where your premier source for fun and informative pet topics. I'm your host, Jay, and joining me once again is my co-host, Dee. How you doing, buddy? Hi, Jay. How are you on this kind of Saturday evening? You know what? I'm I'm doing well. I just got finished putting the final touches, or, or at least what I hope are the final touches, on my Thanksgiving shopping. So I should be ready to rock and roll for my cooking on Wednesday and not have to come back out of the house and get more stuff in the middle of cooking. Now that I will not come back out, I have I have gone to nine different stores today. <laughs> oh, if wow. I, if I don't have it, it won't get caught. But no, I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. Yeah, after nine stores, I think I would refuse to. But I, I don't know why I get this thinking feeling that I've forgotten something, but that will be remedied not tonight. But if, if I did, I'll just get up early in the morning and get that done. But hopefully when Wednesday comes, because I'll do some of my prep work on Tuesday, but Wednesday will be the major cooking. I won't have to come back out of the house. So well, that's good. That is good. And you know what? King of Thanksgiving. Today's show has a Thanksgiving sort of theme, but not in the way that you might think. Today's episode is about turkeys as pets. But before we get off into that, we want to give out the call-in number for anyone who wants to join in the conversation. That number is, once again, 347-838-8313, or you can listen later in the archives at blogtalkradio.com forward slash She's a Torty, and that's S-H-E-S-A-T-O-R-T-I-E. Or, as always, you can find links to information from today's topic on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash missy.show44. Now, on to today's topic, turkeys as pets. I bet that's a concept most people don't think of. You know, when I first heard about this topic, I was thinking, Turkeys as pets. I never would have thought about it. I never think about you know. I just it never crossed my mind that someone would have a turkey as a pet. But I mean, you think about it. Why not though? I mean, not necessarily everybody wants to eat them, and you might have them as a pet. Yeah. Why not? I mean, I've actually heard of people having chickens as pets. I, I guess, you know, the chickens that they raise and they don't raise them to be eaten, you know, they they kind of become like a part of the family. They name them and everything, so why not turkeys? Why not turkeys? Why not turkeys? Finding out that there are people who have turkeys as pets. You know what, especially if you live in a rural area, you know, and you have a lot of land, I mean, that might be something that you could consider. Probably not living in the city, but if you're, like, out in the county, you know, that might be something, you know, good pet to have. Some people have guard turkeys. <laughs> Some people have guard turkeys that, that alert them when there are strangers coming into the yard, and that's why they keep them, because they gobble or what turkeys do to alert them that there, there are strangers near. And that's a good thing. 
Yes. That's, that, that's a very good thing. And, and you know what? I found out that there are, let's see, there are actually many different breeds of turkeys, but there are only two varieties. And I didn't know exactly the difference between a domestic and a wild turkey. Yeah. But actually, it looks like the wild turkeys are the ones that live and breed in the wild. Now, some of those are kept as pets, um, but then you have the domestic turkeys, and those are the turkeys that typically are the ones that are raised on the farms that end up on your Thanksgiving table. Some of those yes. end up as pets. Some of them don't end up being killed, and they actually end up, you know, being owned by people. Yeah, you know, I you know, I never thought about it, but just doing the research on it, just turkeys, because I just, you know, I don't, I guess maybe because, I don't know, maybe this is a horrible thing to say, but because I just, okay, well, here's the thing. Okay, I have a twofold here to say this. I kind of, you know, turkeys probably have not always been the best friend of mine, only because I have a turkey store. Oh, no. <laughs> and it was right around Thanksgiving. I have a turkey store, and my grandfather actually had a farm, and we would go visit him you know, periodically, and this particular time that we went to visit my grandfather and we went out, I was a kid that would just come out of the house and just kind of wander around, you know, in in, in the in the yard, whatever, and go out and just look at stuff, and I would go visit the, the cows, and I would go visit the chickens, and I would go visit, and he had turkeys, and this one particular turkey, and I was going, I was going in peace, and harmony, and all that was civil to the time. And all I remember is seeing the turkey, and he was there. And the turkey turned around and did this little gobble thing, and I didn't realize that the turkey pen scent was open. Um. And I just remember looking at the turkey, and the turkey kind of like did this, I'm coming at you, and something just said, run for your life. Because this turkey chased me from the back pen of my grandfather's house to the very front steps of his house. And unfortunately, <laughs> apparently, I was very, very scared. Now, mind you, I was a little girl, but I would turn around and look, and he was still coming at me. And I just thought, I'm going to be killed by a turkey today. But I, one thing I could do in my life as a young child, and that was run. So <laughs> I ran it. Apparently, he scared me so bad, but by the time I hit that second step, I sort of just kind of released. <laughs> so, oh, no, you poor thing. I beat the turkey, <laughs> but I wet my pants. And you so, know what, Dee? I'm going to assume that that was a domestic turkey because I read that the um, fastest wild turkey can run up to 35 miles per hour. Yeah, that was a domestic turkey. And um, he scared the living daylights out of me, but he did not catch me. He was close. <laughs> he was close. But I ran him at least to get to the house. And when I hit that, and I guess he wasn't going to come up on the, the porch. So when I hit that second step, because I didn't even make the first one. I cleared the first one and hit the second one. And he scared the living daylights <laughs> He just wasn't used to you. That's all it was. Yeah, you know, so he scared me. He literally scared me to death. So, um, yeah, so I have a little thing about turkeys. But, you know, just reading about turkeys and finding out that, you know, some people have them as, I mean, like pets. Just look away 
love pets. So I don't have a thing against turkeys. I don't know if I could ever have a turkey as a pet. I'm not saying I wouldn't. I'm just saying, you know, I have I have issues. I have history. The turkey and I have history. And so I don't know, but I did not know that, you know, turkeys are inquisitive creatures. And they can, yeah. if you know, when they're treated correctly, they can turn out to be very docile and friendly birds. It's just like they become dogs, almost, sort of. They don't have the same temperament as dogs in some respects, but they can be, you know, just very, they're very inquisitive, and and they become, they'll, like, come to you. I, I mean, I don't know if they'll come to you if you call them, but they become very docile, I learned. Yeah, they can even be petted. You know, I was reading an article where a lady was saying that she would actually pet her turkey. She would stroke the turkey, and the turkey would sort of, like, go into a trance, you know, and and it just enjoyed being stroked and petted. Yeah, I just, you know, I I just never thought about it, Jay. I just never thought when when, when you brought this topic up, I thought, hmm, I I never thought about it. But there's so much research on turkeys as pets. And you know what? Another thing to consider, though, if you're going to have a turkey, they need space. So so you need a lot of space to have them in, especially the more of them that you have. Um, And let's see here, because especially you also have to take into consideration whether your turkey can fly or not, um, because some of the domestic turkeys can't fly because they're the ones that are raised to be on your kitchen table, so they tend to be bigger. You know, they're I guess maybe they're given the hormones or whatever that make them bigger. So a lot of them can't fly, but for the ones that can fly, if you have a wild turkey or the domesticated ones that can, you need to have some type of enclosure to keep them from flying away. Yeah, exactly. It, it, I was reading an article that was saying that, um, when it comes to providing turkeys with good housing, the perfect place for them is a small shed. And and um, according to the article, you need to think about finding a shed that is big enough to accommodate the turkey if the weather is bad and they need to remain inside for a day or two. So for a trio, if you have more than one turkey, I guess your best bet would be to invest in a six-by-eight-foot shed. It mm-hmm. needs to have good ventilation um, and avoid putting the birds in a, a, a Draughty, I'm not sure what that means, but a draughty place with an all the birds hang. Oh, drafty. I'm sad. <laughs> it's drafty. A drafty place because they hang traps. Sorry about that, people. And turkeys like to perch, so you need to provide them with a sturdy, a sturdy one that is quite wide because they need to need to lean their chest against it, which I'm not sure what that is, but I guess that's what turkeys do. So. And they also say it's a good idea to cover the floor of your turkey house with a layer of wood shavings because it will absorb any moisture from the bird dropping. Wood shavings also makes the air in the shed shed a little bit sweeter from the birds for the birds' breath, for the birds to breathe rather. And a good layer of shavings also provides a nicer landing for the heavier birds when they come off their perches in the morning, and this decreases the chances of the birds developing what is known as bumblefoot. Wow. Yeah, so I I never knew about this. <laughs> I learned a lot of, you know, different things. If you want to have, they need space. They need a place to, to get exercise. But they also need some type of enclosure for them. Yeah, and I was also, I saw here, I thought that was interesting that they said um, a wood floor is not the best floor for them because it can get messy because the loose poop sinks into the wood. Mm. 
So that's why it's good to have the, the hay or the wood shavings down there, too. And, and they say a dirt floor is actually the best type of floor for them. Yeah. Yeah, because you have to think about it. You think about a turkey as a pet, you got to think about the same way you would as, you know, like a, a dog as a pet. Same things that you would, you know, put in place for your dog, you got to think about the same things for, for turkeys, you know? Yeah, and then another thing that I wasn't sure about, I was like, well, what do they eat? Because I, I kind of have an idea with chickens, but I was reading where it says turkey should be fed pellets as their main diet. And you can buy fowl pellets at many farm and pet stores. But they also eat um, leaves, weeds, wild nuts, acorns, grass, grapes, kale, berries. Um, they said any type of berries that humans eat, you know, they'll eat it. And they also eat insects. So like your yeah. grub worms and all that kind of stuff, they'll eat that too. Yeah, I just, you know, I, I guess if you're thinking about having a child, I guess, you know, the simple thing would be if you think. You wouldn't think about having a turkey as a pet if you lived in the city. That just would be a common sense kind of a thing, mm-hmm. you know. Probably more apt to someone who has land, who lives maybe out in the country, you know, something like that. Because you have to also understand that, you know, you have neighbors, and these turkeys don't, they're not, you know, very quiet. You know, I'm quite sure they have their moments where they're quiet, but they, they I've been around my when my grandfather was alive and we go up there, turkeys make noise. They, they gobble, they make these, so you have to, you know, want to be mindful of, of any neighbors you might have in close proximity of your turkey pen. So you know, just keep that in mind if you figure about having a turkey as a pet. You know, so if you own a dog or cat, not a good idea to have them in there where the turkey is. Now, you'd want to keep them separate, um, not such a good idea. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not that. You know, just like you would bring another dog into the fold if you want to make sure that they get along. I just don't know if, I mean, if if you have a dog or cat, I guess if you were just keeping it at a, because my grandfather had a dog or whatever, but his his animals were often, he wasn't keeping them as pets. Let's just put that, I'm going to put that out there. Even though I thought that they were pets, and then I would later find out that, no, they're not pets because sometimes they would just disappear. Um, they were not pets, but but I would think that if you're going to keep turkeys as pets, I guess, I don't know, I guess you would have to be just very careful of them if you're going to keep a dog and a turkey as a pet because the dog might not see the turkey as a pet. Exactly. As a, as a, fellow, a fellow, you know, housemate, so to speak. Not at all. And, and, and speaking of which, Dee, also not a good idea to try to have your turkey in the house. That's okay up until they're about six weeks old if you get a, a turkey chick, which actually there's a name for the baby turkeys. I'll have to find that. But, it's um, polt because I've yes, been reading it. Is it polt? Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah, a polt. I think it's P-O-U-L-T or something like that. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so up until six weeks old, you could have them in the house, but beyond that point, you need to have their own enclosure. And, of course, during winter months, it was one of the articles I was reading where they said it's good to have, like, maybe one or two heat lamps out there to kind of keep them warm. Yeah, it's, you know, I read some articles, they were talking about, you know, if you're going to keep a turkey as a pet, you know, socialization is important. They say that turkeys are curious birds and require a good deal of socialization, but they do not become destructive or aggressive. 
if you're keeping multiple birds, they can keep one another company, but they will all see your attention on a daily basis if you are raising the birds for me. All right, people? However, be sure not to get attached to them. So <laughs> they need socialization just like your puppy or your, your cat. So, well, that's, you know, socialization. And that's something I wouldn't have considered, but I guess that does make sense. If they're going to be around people, then that will be a good thing. Yeah, I guess you can't just, you know, if you get a turkey, just kind of leave them isolated alone by themselves because if you're keeping them as a pet, you know, they want to be able to, to be happy, I guess, in their turkey place. You, you know, know what? what? Oh, go ahead, go ahead, because I want to mention this before it's over, but you go ahead. But one thing I found that was very interesting, which I did not know, if you're going to keep a, a turkey as a pet, you have to deworm them, just like you would have known. I didn't see that. I didn't know that. Deworming. Turkeys are susceptible to dangerous worms, particularly if both hens and toms, which I guess these are forms of turkeys, are kept together, or if the area has other poultry nearby to keep the turkeys healthy, they should be consistently dewormed every six weeks. That I didn't know. I saw the thing about that they can get the the blackhead disease, which is why you kind of have to keep them away from other poultry, especially chickens, because I think they said chickens are the carriers, but it doesn't make the chicken sick, but it will make the turkey sick. Yes, exactly. I read that too, Jay. But I did not know about you had to get your turkeys if you get them dewormed. Wow. Yeah, you think about that with dogs and, and stuff, and you wouldn't think with the turkey. Yeah, they, 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 and it's every, you know, consistently dewormed every six weeks. So that's like, you know, a month and some some weeks you're getting them dewormed. And you know what? I wonder how much that will cost. That's something I'd have to research. Yeah, you know, that's all I was going to say. That's, you know, if you're thinking about having a turkey, just as you would have costs for all your other animals, you're going to be a responsible pet owner. Got to be responsible with the turkey. Got to get them dewormed. Yeah, just like with any other pet, you have to be responsible. And I was even um, looking here that if you have them um, from the time they're little babies, when they're little pulp, you also need to feed them a medicated solution of it's 28%, and it's called turkey starter. And you have to have them on that for the first eight weeks, and that keeps them from getting the blackhead disease and some of those other um, illnesses they're susceptible to. Oh, Okay. And you can get that from um, seed stores and places like that. That's, you know, it's just, it was very interesting reading about this because, apparently, you know, a lot of people, and I saw pictures. Did you get to see some pictures of people with the turkeys? I didn't get to see any pictures of the people with them, but I just, I've seen a lot of turkeys. But see, I would want the regal looking one, the one with the big plumage and all that. That would be the one that I would want. Yeah, that, you know, my, my, I'm trying to remember because it's been very long ago. The one that chased me at my grandfather's, he was a big one. He was a big turkey. And he just, I just remember legs and feathers and him making that sound. And I just thought, I'm going to die. I'm going to die today. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to die. This you was traumatized. I'm going to get eaten by a turkey. <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was about as tall as I was. <laughs> I guess that turkey was like, it's reverse Thanksgiving and your dinner this time. Your dinner. And he, I think I got too close to his pen. And I, you know, normally they tell me, you know, they would always tell me because I'm such an animal person, 
Don't go out there making friends with the stuff. Don't go out there making friends with the things. Don't go doing that. And I would never listen, and I would be out there just with the cows naming them and, you know, oh, you're so cute, and I'll come back and feed you tomorrow. And, you know, and I guess I got too close to the turkey pen, and someone didn't need to close the latch the door back, and it was on. You know? <laughs> we were having a nice little relay race that day. Well, at least you got some good exercise. I sure did. I think that was the birth of when I realized I could run really fast. (laughs) When there was motivation behind me, I can run really fast. Well, thank goodness that wasn't a wild turkey. And speaking of which, if you do have a wild turkey, and I think they're the ones that can fly, if you are going to have one of those as a pet, you might want to keep their wings clipped too. And keep them clipped regularly because that can prohibit them from, you know, flying as far. You know, it's okay, I guess, if they can fly up a little ways, but you don't want them to be able to fly high enough to get out of, you know, their enclosure. But you, I guess you wouldn't have that issue as long as you have something with a top on it. But Yeah, but yeah I guess. Keep their wings clipped. Because, you know, I never thought about because, of course, they are birds. So, yeah, they can fly. They can fly. Mm-hmm. And I guess you would. I guess you would. You would have to take them. I didn't do any research on this, and maybe you have something on the jam. I'm not sure, but you know, taking them to the vet. I don't guess you could take them to the regular, like a dog vet, if you were to take them to the vet. And you know what? Someone else brought up this point because I was having a conversation with one of my relatives, and they were saying that when you have pets like that, because actually. We were talking about cattle and all those types of things and, and how the vet gets to them. And, of course, you don't pack up a cow or whatever and take them to the vet. In those situations, the vet sort of comes to you. So I guess maybe it will be the same with the turkey. I guess I with guess, farm animals, maybe, you know, you have a vet who would maybe come out to you and you pay them to come there to your farm. I guess, well, you know where my sister, my sister lives in, in Texas, and they go to a regular uh, dog that she has two dogs, of course, Missy and Nichols. Hey, my baby. Um, it's, <laughs> they're coming for Thanksgiving. Um, they um, take them to the regular vet and, like, PetSmart and what have you. But they also have found a vet that is sort of like a livestock big animal vet that they sometimes will take the the, the dogs to just for like a little checkup or something like that, which you, it's literally because my sister has described the scene when they first went there because they were like, well, yeah, where are we going? And they were in the, the, the area, but she said, this is sort of like, they, they said that it, it was, you know, they have, they also see bigger livestock animals as well. So they were sitting there and then people would be bringing up horses. So it was, it wasn't just like a, a regular place you pull up and park in the parking lot. It was sort of like a barnish, farmish kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And she didn't realize, and she was like, people are bringing horses and <laughs> and different things like this, pigs, and different things with it to the vet. So I guess that would be the kind of place if you had a pet turkey, you would take your pet turkey. And you know what? I would have to try to find someone to come to me because I was doing some research on the turkey thing, and they were saying it's not easy to transport a turkey. You know, because I had a mental picture because I just thought, do you crate it? Do you you put it? And and they said, actually, that it's very difficult to do that because you kind of have to put them in a bear hug sort of deal to try to, like, get them in there because they're going to kind of fight you and their wings are going to be going everywhere, so that's really kind of hard to do. 
I can't imagine that drive in the car. If you just say, you know what, we're just going to put you in the car. <laughs> we're going to put you in the car. We're going to pull the leash around. You want to go to the vet, you know. Come here. Come on, Tom. Get in the car. Yep. We're going to the vet. It the wouldn't scene, happen. The scene you actually arrive there would just be priceless. Would be priceless. Because I, I get the feeling you'd be bloody. Because I think <laughs> when they got through pecking you, if they weren't in a crate or something, yeah, yeah. I think you'd lose that fight. Yeah, yeah. I think the highway ride would be very interesting. Mm-hmm. People would say, was that someone being attacked by a turkey? What <laughs> a turkey in the I think that in that situation, I would get so disgusted that I would probably just open the door and let him go. Free! I would just say, fly away, buddy. Just fly away. There's a turkey on the I-95. Go away. We don't know where it came from. I wouldn't do it if it's the kind that can't fly. But I think in that situation, if I were foolish enough to get him in the car and we're driving and he starts attacking me and he could fly, I think I would just let him go. Okay, I'm sorry. That probably wasn't a very animal-friendly statement to make. But if I had a pet turkey, I would definitely try to get a vet who could make house calls. Yeah, some other form of transportation where, you know, like maybe a a truck or van that you can actually load. Like you would a horse, you would load the the horse into the, you know, particular scene. You could just maybe walk the turkey into into the and transport him safely. Yes, yes, and and safety would be the biggest thing. So, and yeah. that's true when you're transporting any animal. Oh, another thing I wanted to say is if you do have um, turkey chicks, I was reading and it says that um, you have to be careful when you're feeding them. Well, not so much careful, but they can actually starve to death sitting like three inches away from them. Because you actually have to show them exactly where the food is. And you kind of have to repeat this with them for a while because they'll actually starve to death. And you're assuming, well, hey, the bowl is so many inches away from them. They can get to it, but you have to show them where it is when they're little chicks. Oh, my gosh. That's a little hard. Oh, I had a point on uh, chick care, too, is when they're just hatched turkey poults or the little young ones are susceptible to cold and may require heating lamps or external heaters for health and comfort. The heater should be used constantly until the birds are fully feathered, and they may even need the extra heat as adults on cold nights. So, Mm -hmm. you know, they're just like little puppies, you know, because I remember when the boomer was little and he was was tiny, and, you know, we would have to kind of say, okay, this is where your food is. (laughs) But after he realized, when you would open that can, he kind of figured out wherever you were, I'm coming to you. So, but for them, you have to, like you said, JB, keep them where it is and make sure that they can get to it. Yeah, because you, you want them to get to the point where they can start chasing people, chasing young children like they did with the. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No! <laughs> No, we wouldn't want to encourage that. No, they would have their own space, and, and hopefully only adults will be going. Or if children are going to go into the pen, don't go unsupervised. Make sure an adult is with the child Make if they're sure going to go out there and feed them. Supervised because it is still an animal, and, you know, you just want to make sure. I felt bad about some of the domestic ones that um end up as pets. 
because some of them, you know, they were raised to be eaten and some of them have been de deeked and, and had other issues. And then, you know, how the, the breast of the turkey gets so big that sometimes it's hard for them to stand and, you know, they have certain health issues. But, you know, some, sometimes they end up finding good homes for whatever reason if they didn't make it, you know, to be someone's Thanksgiving dinner, you know, and they'll actually place them. They have actually turkey sanctuary. Oh, that's good. I didn't worry about that. I'm glad to know that just like they have, you know, you know, sheltered and, and, and you know, safe places for the animals, uh, they have safe places for turkeys. So that's a great thing to know. Yeah, because actually the turkey that gets pardoned by the president, it actually ends up at one of those turkey sanctuaries. Oh, that's good. To go live his nice turkey life on within. Yeah. Well, this this show went by quick, as most of them do, but we have a lot of information that we, we will post on our Facebook page. But before we go, we just wanted to wish everyone a very happy Thanksgiving. Everyone be Thanksgiving. safe. Be safe. Enjoy each other. Be kind to one another. Be kind to your pets, most importantly. Yes, and watch out for your table scraps and all that. Remember, keep those out of reach of your pet. Watch your garbage cans. Keep a lid on those because dogs and cats are notorious for finding ways to turn those over. So everyone be safe. Have a wonderful holiday, and we will see you next Saturday. And our topic will be, I think, holiday gifts for pets or shopping for your pet for the holidays. So we'll be on on our same date and time. And you guys have a great Thanksgiving. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye.